This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz Muchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all the great feedback that's been coming my way. It really gives me the inspiration to continuously record and put myself out there. This idea of putting myself out there is something that I do for myself, and I also tell people that they got to put themselves out there. Today's generation is somewhat less preoccupied with their own survivalism and more preoccupied with their original force that they can put out there in the world. And it is our aim here in Venice Beach and to anybody we reach to hopefully inspire them with these type of ideas to find this greatness in this great moment in time to put themselves out there. This idea is actually born out of something I learned in the Torah many years ago that inspires me to continuously put myself out there. So I thought maybe this is a good opportunity because this week in the Torah portion, we read about this inspiration. We read about this idea that inspired me. So why not share it with you guys here on our podcast on the airwaves? So the idea is as follows. The Jewish people are now in Egypt. They are slaves. They are 200 years somewhat into their slavery. And they are struggling to figure out not only survival, but what they are holding on, what they are holding on to. One of the great things that they're holding on to is their names, their origin. In fact, the book that we're reading starting this week is called Names. Shemos means names. So in English, they often say Shemos is Exodus, as in referring to the Jewish people leaving Egypt and beginning what we know today as the religious Jewish culture and movements, or more importantly, the giving of the Torah at Sinai. But the word Shemos means names, and that is connected to the Jewish people even doing slavery held on to their names and to their origin of where they're from. In other words, their names symbolize that they came from somewhere. They were names of their family members. They were names of the original 12 tribes, and their names were of the patriarchs and matriarchs. So within the cycle of Jewish names that is still very much alive today, the Jewish people kept their names. So what's surprising is that the leader of the Jewish people who gets them from Egypt to Sinai and sets the tone for what the people are all about, so much so that the Torah itself is called after this leader, his name is not one of these incredible inspired names of holding on to the tradition. That name that I'm talking about is Moses or Moshe. Moshe is not actually a Jewish name. It has Egyptian origin. So. When you think about this, you're thinking about this great juxtaposition. On the one hand, the Jewish people are who they are because they hold on to their tradition. On the other hand, the greatest of their leaders, who till today inspires leadership, who took them from point A to point B, one that we are still on, had a different name. So I think about his name, Moshe, and I also think about his origin. And each and every part of his experience in this world, Moshe, not only inspires us till today, but gives us the relevance of these ideas of putting yourself out there. So when Moses is born, it's a tumultuous time for the Jewish people. 
Not only are they slaves for 200 years at this point, but they are struggling with pure survival. Pharaoh, as the Torah recounts, decrees that all male children of the Jewish or Hebrews at the time, people should be thrown into the Nile. His reasoning? His stargazers have told him that a male will be born who will take him over. The story has it that when Moshe was born, it was a miracle. What was the miracle of Moses' birth? That he was born in the seventh month instead of full term. And this was a miracle because each person that was pregnant, guards would mark down who was pregnant, and then they would be around, and the Jewish people were so healthy and so strong, once again, says the Medrash, that at nine months they could just come and collect the babies. So when they stationed somebody by Moses' house, and at the seventh month he was born, they were able to hold on to him for three months. The story continues that at the ninth month, they knew it was going to be very difficult. Looking to God, they said, this is on you. You got to figure this out. And they put Moshe in a basket in the Nile. And sure enough, the stargazers say, uh, the child that we saw in the stars was born, but he was put in the Nile, just like your decree. So you are saved and Pharaoh nullifies the decree. What a beautiful origin story. Moses, even when he's born, and immediately when he's three months old, is already part of saving the Jewish people. However, up until that point, he has no name. It is only when he's in the Nile and a daughter of Pharaoh, later known as Batya, daughter of God, sees this baby in a basket, reaches for him, takes him in, and looks at the baby and calls him Moshe. And as the Torah says, because min hamayim mishisiu, from the water I drew him. And now we call him Moshe. So with such an incredible origin, being born early, that effectively not only giving the parents hope, but even when they have to put him in the Nile, that brings closure to this terrible decree on the Jewish people. Moshe is still not called by the name he was born with, because we got to assume his parents named him. After all, the Jewish people are saved in the merits of keeping on to their name and their tradition. Yet, we don't know of Moshe's name. All we know is that he's called Moshe because in the Nile, Pharaoh's daughter drew him out. So Rabbi Menachem Endel Schneerson, the Rebbe, gave more than a profound talk, but a fundamental understanding of why Moshe needed to be called Moshe. Now I'm going to share with you. You see, when Moshe was born, the room fills with light. The Torah says, and everybody saw that it was good, kitov, that it was terrific. Tov means good, or when you say good in its wholesomeness, it means terrific. It's really good. You know it's good. So the people saw it was good. Who's the people? His mother, his father, the people around in the room said they knew it was good because it was filled with light. So what did they name him? The French commentator and one of the most important commentators on the Torah of all time, Rashi, Rabbi Shlomo Yitzchaki, comments that they named him Tevya, Tevya the milkman. All right, just like the filler on the roof story. I thought maybe, I, I would think that Shalom Aleichem understood the connection to this name Tevya, to the name Tuvya. What does Tuvya mean? Tov Hashem, good is God. Or this child represents that God is good, even during the dark times and the difficulties. So Rashi says that was Moses' given name at birth was Tevya or Tuvya. 
So with such a beautiful name and such a beautiful origin, why don't we call him Tuvia? It's a great name. It represents that God is good. Moshe brought the people to God at Sinai, getting the Torah. So much beauty in that. And yet, we're still calling him Moses, drawn out of the water. Says the Rebbe like this. It's amazing to be a good person. It really is. And we need, everybody needs to be a good person. And what does a good person mean? Uncovering within themselves that there is a spark of godliness, of mystical connection between not only you and your origin, of your Jewish origin, or where you're from culturally, but there is a connection between you and God itself, that the whole creation of the universe can be seen through the lens of you are important and the reason for creation is for you. But when you figure that out, you realize that your name and who you are are two parts of your identity. Your name that your parents give you relates to what you're perpetuating and what path you've come from. And from there, you will, of course, affect the world. But there is a part of you, a soul part of you, that is completely above just being from parents to child. It is a part of you that is directly to creation itself, that directly to God itself. And that pure, incredible road between you and God and creation is essentially unnamed at this point in your life. And that is the part of you that you name by your action and by your effect on the world around you. And in Moshe's case, him being born and his parents calling him Tuvya, Tov Hashem, using Hebrew words to connect to their Hebrew origin was an incredible thing. And it was so mighty and so powerful that even in his infancy, he was already affecting the trajectory of the Jewish future. However, the main quality of Moses wasn't that he was a good guy or even that he was a godly guy. His main quality was that he was a Moshe. He was a min hamayim mishisiu. He was somebody who lived his name of drawing people out of water, drawing people out of the Nile, people who were in challenging situations, who struggled to see the beauty and effect that they can have on the world, who constantly are looking to figure out why is all the struggling around? Why is it here? Why am I faced with challenge and pressure? Moshe taught them min hamayim mishisiu because they have to draw out of it something unique. They have to draw out from the challenge something amazing. And the reason why we would call the leader of the Jewish people by this Egyptian name is not because it relates to where we're from, because it relates to where we're going, to the essence of what we are here for. The Rebbe used the words to say, to awaken the spirit of each person, they need to know that they were nurtured and that the Jewish people were nurtured by a Moses by somebody who the essence of his job was to help each person's soul come alive, help person's connection to the divine, to God, to the origin of everything, and the reason why there's creation, make that connection with them so they could also be a Moshe, they can also draw other people out of the water, and also draw out of all challenges and all circumstances a unique connection to their ability to make an impact in the world. Sometimes I just say this in the line of, Nobody should define themselves by their consumption, but by their contribution. Because within consumption is not your origin. It's just really where your parents' origin is from. Meaning you have hereditary ability to consume. You have the hereditary ability to taste and be connected to a culture. But there is a part of us that is unbelievably thirsty. And that is the soul part of us 
that doesn't want to be defined by the past, but wants to be defined by why am I here? What am I here for? And that we haven't named yet. And the name of that is Moses. We have to take our inner Moses. We got to find this name. We got to find our ability to draw out of the water, to draw out of every circumstance and to affect the world. In other words, to create change, one must be inspired from a basic place that they can actually create change. They have to have a Moses moment in their life that they can draw out from all difficult situations, even from the Nile. So with that, now we know why Moshe doesn't go by Tevya and he goes by Moses. Thank you all for tuning in. Please, if you would like to send feedback, you can email me at rabbi at jlisf.org. Or, of course, you can just message me on Instagram, Rabbi Peretz. I'd love to hear topics that you want me to talk about. And uh, thank you for all tuning in.